Hello, hello, it's recording. Oh, Bill, thank you so much for joining me today on a very special Zoom. I'm here with doesn't do too many Zoom interviews, so you're actually probably one of our first. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. We're so happy to have you um, all over social media, especially in the Alberta film industry. Everything is about Ampia and the nominations for the Rosie Awards. It's going to be happening online in October. So we'll get to all those details for everybody listening and watching. So Bill, you are the executive director of Ampia. For, it's, it's your 46th year. Please yes. tell us more. <clears throat> well, as you say, it's our 46th year. That makes... Uh, the Alberta Film and Television Awards, which we also call the Rosies, um, the oldest uh, award show in Canada, actually. So we're very pleased and proud of that. And, uh, you know, even in the midst of this uh, global pandemic, we still feel it's important to celebrate the achievements of our film and television and digital media uh, creators and uh, producers and all the craftspeople who work on these shows. And uh, I think at this time, especially, you know, we could all use a little bit of uh, something to celebrate. Oh, geez. Yes, uh, it is still COVID. How, is, how have you and Ampia been doing during this time? This must have been such a whirlwind for the business of Alberta Film, behind the scenes, picking the projects, I assume, I'm not going to say it's like the same, but it's the same process. You guys have always done the submissions, checking it out, everything online, voting members, checking it out to see who gets nominated, all of that good stuff. But now we can't, you know, express it in person as much. We're really curious how you guys came up with the interactive way for people to be a part of it this year. Well, we're still working that out. We're um, going to be doing a hybrid show, which is going to be a combination of some live elements and some uh, pre-recorded events. Um, but we're still going to try and make it as interactive as possible because uh, people want to interact with each other and uh, you know congratulate each other as the uh, winners are announced. Um, and uh, as you said, yeah, the uh, the jurying and process continued on during the during the, uh, the lockdown. Uh, luckily for us, our deadline was just prior to that. So we actually had all the entries in and we're in the process of having the uh, juries uh, evaluate them when the, uh, the lockdown happened, um, which ironically enough kind of gave people some, some more time to, uh, to watch the uh, entries. And uh, although it kind of did disrupt some of our uh, jurying process and, and delayed it a little bit, which is why we uh, we were able to announce only at the beginning of August. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's certainly given us an opportunity to kind of rethink the show, and obviously we're you know it was supposed to have happened in May, and now it will be happening on October eighth. Um, so it's something we've been talking about for a while actually it was moving the show to the fall um and so in a way it's kind of helped us uh, do that this whole pandemic thing well i think the timing is perfect i always say everything is is best uh in front of us instead of behind so uh i felt really excited because this year 
uh, Prairie Dog Productions and uh, 724 Films, uh, their work for Tribal with Prairie Dog. And um, there's just a lot of great movies that um, we've supported in the past. Last year, I'll throw up last year's Pan Flip. Bill, I still keep this, and I'm so proud that Jordan Gooden and our, our name of I'm Here With is in here, and we really thank you for giving back to the community and supporting us in this extremely important and informative, guys, brochure that you receive at the events, and I'm sure we'll be getting stuff like that on uh, online for the people who are joining We'll get more yeah. into the actual event and what everyone has in store for them. But I wanted to just shout out to some amazing nominees. Like how we, on earth you guys even choose. I'm still um, uh, wondering what the team consists and who the team consists of for the jury members. Like how, did, how does that all come about every year? Well, every year it changes. Uh, we've had you know, a number of judge, judges that could, have done it for several years and, and uh, are happy to do it. Um, but every year, you know, people's schedules being flexible, we always have to be on the lookout for, for new people. Um, all of our judges come from outside of Alberta, so there's no conflict of interest. Um, and then managing the jury process is just something that, uh, that we handle here in the office. Um, and, uh, is overseen by myself and uh, our staff, um, hardworking staff, I should say. Very um, hardworking, you guys. That's why I love Bill so much, because I know he puts his whole life to Alberta Film and to helping us all succeed. And there's so much more to Ampia than just the Rosie Awards. Like, everybody loves the Rosie Awards. It's a, a platform for them to meet the stars of Alberta, connect with people who come and go, even within the industry. It's a big deal. And I've been there, so I can say that. <laughs> um, yes, um, I always, you know, everyone wonders like how to succeed in film. And they come to me as like a publicist or the magazine and say like, how do I get there, you guys? And I always say, guys, if you have a film, why are you not putting it to Ampia? And um, I think a lot of filmmakers that I know, they, they're more, hum they're humble and whatnot. And I say, don't be humble about your project ever. Get it out there so that people can see it because it's a community that we're building. Behind Ampia, there's like resources even to help filmmakers and connect with big people like Sandy Summers and Scott Lepp and people like you. And um, there's just a, a huge potential for a big career for people here. And I always urge people mm -hmm. to try to stay here as much as they can or, P or projects to come here as well. So speaking of projects that are just everything and being talked about like crazy, Ben Benjamin Ross Hayden just announced that he's putting out a, a, his project. Um, we've got uh, Patty uh, Cowden of Moments in Space Time, a very uh, anticipated movie. We have uh, 724 Productions, of course, getting nominated. Um, let's talk more about the nominations. Do you want to go through it with like uh, categories or what do you think? There's 189 nominees, I believe. Um, yeah, I believe that there, there are, um, in total, 189 nominees, yes, in 54, 54 different categories. So um, it's everything from commercials to um, 
feature films, dramatic series, documentaries, um, corporate um, television shows, um, uh, variety shows. So there's, you know, a lot of juggling to do to, to manage to judge and jury all these uh, various categories. Um, so yeah, happy to go through some of them with you if you'd like. Of course. So we're going to throw up some of the pictures of the projects on the screen for the audience while we're chatting a little bit. So we've got best documentary. Uh, yeah, best documentary series. So what is it you guys are looking for when somebody submits a documentary for the, uh, a Rosie? Well, there's actually three different things that we, we look for. One, one is uh, creativity. Um, originality and uh, then the secondary consideration would be just the quality of the production itself uh, you know the craft elements of it the cinematography the music the direction um, and then just the overall impact of the of the series in this case um, and that's simply what we're looking for is something that that has all three of those elements so you have best documentary over and under 30 minutes. I love that you give that option and you really categorize each production for what it is and give a lot more opportunity for recognition. So I like that you do that, Bill. Whoever's doing that, good job. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, we, we, we made that dis distinction several years ago and you know, obviously it's a bit of an apples and oranges thing when you have a 20 minute documentary going up against a feature film. Uh, they're really not, it's not really a fair judgment. So uh, we decided we would separate those two categories and nice. uh, been very successful since, since doing that. So we also have best dramatic series and we all know that the best dramatic series is the most woo, anticipated of sorts and, and a feature as well. But Fortunate Son with Jordy Randall, Tom Cox, and Andrew Riggett. I don't know if I said his name right, sorry, bud. And are the producers of 724 films. And Fortunate Son, I loved Fortunate Son. Filmed in Alberta, Alberta Cruise. We got Carrie Matchett, which we loved from uh, a movie, Maudie, back in the day. It was a, a Calgary Film Festival opening and she had come I think like quite a few years ago and now she's back and she plays this uh, badass kind of mom in the 70s 60s 70s and I just felt like um, it was a movement piece I wish it was made almost like before this time you know because what they have to say is kind of like what's going on in our world with everything going crazy so I think uh, they did such a great job so I hope I hope good uh, news for them as well. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a bit of a departure for them from uh, their other two series. Uh, well, Heartland is nominated here. Um, it is. And uh, the other one that's uh, nominated alongside those two from 724 is uh, Tribal, which yes. is a Prairie Dog film and television uh, new series. They're the folks that was, were responsible for Blackstone, which was a great series that ran on APTN for, uh, I think, about five seasons, and CBC. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, this is uh, creator uh, Ron, Ron E. Scott, e. Scott. Yeah. his latest project, and it's, uh, it's really exciting and uh, fast-moving, and uh, I actually had the good fortune of being able to visit them on set and watch them film a couple of episodes. 
awesome. you lucky duck. I'm going to call yeah, was, next time. I want to come with you next time. That would be so fun. What was that like being on set? It's a crime really show, right? So it's like everyone's like suited up in, in cool outfits. Yeah, but they were kind of in this old, uh, dirty old warehouse somewhere in the <laughs> east end of Calgary. And, uh, but it was very, re very realistic. And the art direction was great. And the, and the acting is fantastic. I'm a big fan of uh, Scott Lepp from Heartland and Sandy Summers, who did Ice Blue. And uh, I've been following Tribal like crazy. We got to actually interview Jessica Matten herself, the lead, um, an Indigenous warrior leader. I'm just super a huge fan of her. So I'm a huge fan of the show and Ron E. Scott as well. And hopefully he sees this interview and he knows that he's making a big difference for Alberta film, just from the little guys to the big guys. So uh, we wish Tribal uh, a lot of luck as well. <laughs> Absolutely. We also have Best Dramatic Feature. El uh, Chicano by Art Robinson and uh, War Chess Productions. This one I've heard of uh, quite a bit. Wow, I'm glad to see this is nominated as well among uh, 775 Media Productions and uh, Hot Shot Films. Oh, I love them. Um, Chaos Film Company. And again, 775 Media Productions with Michael Peterson and Julian Black Antelope, who's just like a, an indigenous hero to a lot of us here. He was in Tribal. Everything's connected, hey, Bill? Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, it's great to see this many uh, feature films. Um, some years we don't have the full uh, six uh, nominees, so it's great that we did this year. Um, and some uh, some new ones on the on the uh, horizon, as you say, Hotshot Films and um, um, War Chess Productions. Yeah, so those are. I couldn't even say the name. I was like, "Oh, what's going with? I'll mess up this word." <laughs> so El Kachan, El uh, Chi. Oh, geez, I'm messing up that too. But uh, Harpoon by Seven Seven Five Media. That got huge accolades this year. I couldn't believe yeah. it. It was made by Julian and Mike Peterson. So uh, that was kind of like a horror, I believe. But more of kind of a thriller set on a boat in the middle of the, it's a drift in the middle of the ocean. So it's kind of a psychological thing between so. three people on the, trapped on the boat. I haven't uh, seen it yet, but I will definitely uh, see, see it when I can. Yeah, it's, it's picked up a lot of attention internationally. So uh, that's great. Great for uh, Mike. I know those boys just like came up out of nowhere in the last like five years and especially Julian you know transitioning to being a producer and being on such big shows that he has like all over Canada and then he's still bringing it back to Alberta and his roots and I just love that about him and he's been at this for a long time so I know he deserves it I mean his wife as well is just a darling and they're kind of like a team in Alberta. She was a, an agent as well, Tracy. And um, yeah, it's really great to see people from Alberta really making it in their career. And even when I talk to him still, he's always in the magazine. He's still humble and like, oh, whatever. I'm like, no, like I've been watching you since I'm young, right? So it's just an honor that we've got such big stars like uh, Julian in our midst. So we also have Root of the Problem. Now, that was a big one this year, um, I think, at the film festival as well. Yes, it played at the Calgary International Film Festival last 
October, I believe. So uh, yeah, got a lot of attention at that time. And, uh, and yeah, it's great to see um, uh, Carolyn and, and Margot coming up with uh, new projects as well. Yeah, it was like a family kind of like comedy family, like a action or something. I haven't seen it yet, you guys, but um, Carla Brown recommended it so much that I, I'd been sharing it lots on the social media. And I think it just came out digitally or something as well. So good for them as well. We have Parallel Minds by Carolyn McMaster. That's so, I haven't quite heard of this project, but the name just sounds kind of like, ooh. I haven't seen it either, I must confess. So I'm, uh, that's one I don't know. Okay, well, we can't wait to, to see the trailer for Parallel Minds. And then there's True Fiction, Ian Lister. I just got to work with Ian Lister, and he shot True Fiction with uh, Julian Black Antelope and Brandon Croft, Lars Neiman, uh, Todd uh, Carrier, Wayne Bowes, uh, Sarah Moore. Michael Peterson and many more from 775 Media. Like that's just so great that they had time to do two, three movies this year and they were doing more behind the scenes even. So good for them as well. So we've got uh, best television commercial under 50K. So what is this all about? We've got now it's incremented in amounts of uh, the budget. How did you guys come up with that? That's kind of cool. You've got quite well, a handful. That's something we did in consultation with uh, stakeholders in the, in the commercial industry. Um, a lot of the time, uh, you know, it, it was just felt that, you know, if you're working with a budget of, you know, a certain amount, and then you're competing with, let's say, a, you know, a car commercial or something with a lot of money. So how do you you know, to, to balance that out, we decided we would kind of separate it and have under and over $50,000 and have different awards for the different the two different classes. So it's not perfect, um, but it is better than it was when everybody was all in one category. And it was, a, it was a really tough category too, because there were so many entries that it was very tough for our judges to, uh, to watch them all. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, so we decided we would separate that out into two separate categories. Well, we've got Alberta Teachers Association. Shout out to the teachers. We've got Direct Energy. They're uh, nominated three times with Meta Productions, which I love Meta. They won last year as well. Good for them. Uh, NMAX with Crow's Nest Films. I love them as well. Shout out. And then Fantasyland Cat Sweater by Ryan Northcott. I know this gentleman very well. He's awesome. Congrats to him as well for getting nominated in his team. <laughs> That's awesome. And then we've got uh, over 50K for best commercials. So that's awesome. We've also, just shouting it out, guys, we've got ATB Financial. We've got a, a UP. A-U-P-E, uh, don't know how to say that exactly, but there you go. We got Calgary Co-op, DDB Government of Alberta. That's a good one with uh, bamboo shoots. I love them, yeah. Direct Energy again with Meta Productions, with John uh, Cameron, and then another NMAX. Well, that's great. Th those are big commercials to be shot in Alberta. Like, always wanting to bring projects bill how do you feel about that that's like the livelihood of everyone around us right projects being shot here 
Yeah, a lot of commercial production happens here that uh, doesn't quite get the same attention as, you know, films or TV series, but it's uh, an important part of the industry and certainly uh, keeps a lot of people employed. And there's a lot of artistry and uh, craftsmanship in, in making a commercial as well. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that a lot of people just probably don't realize. This is very true. So we're hitting into a best musical comedy or variety program or series. So Bill, while I'm reading these out, I'm just letting you know that I am for hire to be a speaker at next year. Okay, guys, you, you let me know how I did. <laughs> so we've, 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 I'm just kidding, you guys. But not kidding at the same time? <clears throat> okay, so best music video. Awesome. How much do we all love music? Um, we've got some huge projects that were a part of that. Johnny Summers, Bamboo Shoots is nominated. Congrats, guys. Uh, Leroy Stagger. We got uh, producer DDG. Maddie K, The Light Factory. You know, I'm learning. I'm learning some new production companies here, guys. This is awesome. Shout out to if you're ever looking for people to help. Listen to this podcast and you'll hear some good people to work with. <laughs> we have T. Buckley, the Light Factory. Uh, Light Factory, yep. I think I heard about this project. Uh, Nula Charles, if I'm saying that right. So congrats, everybody, for getting uh, nominated for that, too. I, oh, I don't, don't overlook Ian Tyson and Corb Lund, too. Do not. Where is Corb Lund? Oh, he was the first one. I'm so sorry, Corb. He, he barely needs an introduction. He's going to win for sure. He's, he's amazing. <laughs> we all know he's amazing, you guys. And that's from producer DDG and uh, Glean Productions. Very cool. Yeah, I'm butchering all these names, you guys. I'm foreign, so there you go. Very competitive category, I have to say. Very. I think music is such a big part of film, you guys. Like, I think that's overlooked quite a bit, sound and music, the scoring of stuff. It's uh, as almost important as the footage as well to go with it. So very Absolutely. good, guys. Yeah, I'm shouting out to, to the sound guys because I've been on too many projects where the sound's not there and you couldn't get to air because of that. So yeah. uh, there's a few really big names in the uh, Alberta music industry and scoring. Uh, you want to touch on, on that a little bit? Um. Mike, not, uh, he's the, the go-to guy, I've heard. Um, yeah, I'm just flipping ahead a few categories here to the music. Uh, I don't see his name in here this year for a music video, but I'm sure he will for best score at some point down the road here. Best score. Yeah, we've got, uh, you know, Alec Harrison, Andrea Wettstein, Chris McIntyre, Kaz Mega, Mike Shields. Mike Shields, that's who we're, who we're talking Snyder. about. Yeah, so Mike is nominated. Um, and then Perfect. in the overall sound category, we've got, uh, these are guys who work, again, behind the scenes and don't really get a lot of attention except at awards time. But we've got, uh, it's certainly really a, an important part of the whole production. Um, so we've got Bo Shaminsky, Johnny Aquinta, Johnny Blarow, Mitch Lee, Propeller Studios, um, Dimitri Bande, uh, Carrie Opper, and Steve Durkins, 
and Philip Dransfield. So a lot of big names there that probably aren't very well known in the public, but uh, done a lot of great work. And I'm sure everyone would be familiar with their work if they, uh, if they heard it and saw it. So I'm looking forward to, again, those are very competitive categories. Uh, there's a lot of great productions that were worked on by those guys. Aren't they all? I think everybody would slit somebody's wrist just to get a, a, a nomination and an award. <laughs> I say that jokingly, but it's just uh -huh. like people like I have seen Bill, the behind the scenes reaction to not winning to winning. Like it's yeah. the parties that happen after this event are legendary. It's how I like have done my career almost is like the parties that you guys have hosted for so many years I've been a part of is like the community almost. And yeah. I tell people that quite a bit. I say, don't be afraid to be a part of the community and go. And yeah, you know, you have to buy a ticket as does anybody in the world. When you go to the Oscars, you have to buy a ticket that's thousands of dollars as well. So <laughs> well, it's one thing that we're going to really miss this year doing it virtually is just not having the opportunity to be there all in one space and you know it's it's really rare that the industry gets to come together even in the best of times and but certainly now of course it's impossible but what we're hoping people will do is to host their own viewing parties actually so we're encouraging um, nominees to uh, invite their friends over to watch the show um, if it's a production company a big production company like 724 or, or uh, or Prairie Dog, you know, we encourage them to uh, host their own viewing parties for their, That's such a good idea. For their nominees. Um, so yeah, I mean, within, of course, the safety protocols of uh, the government being observed. But, of you know. course, they'll all be six feet away watching the movie in the living room. <laughs> of course they will, Bill, of well, course. I think maybe they could be considered a cohort if they all work together. This could be. You know, as long as they're wearing masks, right? Wearing masks every time I leave the car, I think I forget my mask and got to go back in and get the mask. I'm still not getting used to, to, to doing that. <laughs> so we also have a Phil Frazier Award, which is always like presented in a really big way. Um, he was very beloved, I believe. I don't know anything about him, but it seems like it. To have an award named after you. I feel like, wow, you really made it. That's like well, a, a big dream to have, I think, in the end, guys. Phil Fraser was a pioneer of our industry back in the 70s. In fact, oh. um, he was uh, in a way responsible for the creation of the Rosie Awards, uh, which started out as part of um, uh, a film festival in Red Deer in 1974. And Phil was the one who organized the very first uh, award show. So it's actually... Part of our legacy to honor him and uh, and his son Randall a couple of years ago after Phil passed away um, approached us with the idea of naming an award in his father's honor and we thought the best way to do that would be for that award to be the best student award so Phil was always uh, very much about mentoring the next generation and uh, supporting them and helping them get a leg up in the industry so uh, we felt that that was the most appropriate uh, category to uh, lend his name to. That's so, so beautiful. That's what this yeah. is all about, you guys. A legacy creating content for people to share what you feel inside. As filmmakers, people understand what I'm saying. So we've got Sate and we've got Red Deer College. 
what would we do without these schools? We need more schooling for making films, for actors, for each section of the job that it entails from grip to catering. Just saying, just saying. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so come on government, help us out here. <laughs> because you know what, all of that, I felt like when the crash happened because of the market and everything that, you know, Bill Gates is doing to us, thanks Bill. Um, it's kind of like, I felt like we were all doing really well and we still are. We still are thriving in Alberta as much as we can. There's a lot of pre-production going on and changing how they do film and, and smaller network. But I'm seeing that people are really liking the smaller group aspect. Um, just from the productions that I've heard that are filming a little bit. And then, you know, yes, COVID uh, approved. But, um, you know, it, it's hard. You know, when big productions came, like Winona's even filming a little bit here, but not very many productions are filming at all, as we know. And that, that's hard for a lot of artists. I'm seeing a lot of mental health uh, things going on with online people being sad from not being able to work together. So I feel like as soon as you put out the announcement of this nominations for everybody, you kind of brought the community back together. I saw the same likability of people liking and sharing and being happy for another. And it's something to be, you know, to look forward to. So guys in October you know, dress up, you know, do what Bill said, enjoy watching your screening. And then Bill, I'm sure you'll share it off your page when they do a live feed video anyway. So it's like, we're going to do our best for the community, for them to get seen. And that's kind of why we're doing this interview because we're so proud of everybody for working so hard. <laughs> Absolutely. We, yeah. That's the whole idea is to celebrate our achievements and come together as an industry, even if we're, you know, only doing it via Zoom. <laughs> but yes. Hopefully, uh, there will be some uh, return to networking opportunities that, that, that the awards will present for next year. I think so. You know, last year when we met you, Bill, uh, Jordan Gooden, our uh, new cover star now, um, he had shot, and we, I think all of us did a treacherous drive who were from Calgary to Edmonton because it was a really bad snowstorm. And yes, I remember. And I'm sure we all were at the, the helm of like, are we going to make it? And uh, I'm the worst driver you can imagine. So it's like, it was a test for my, like if God was up there watching, helping me out. <laughs> but I was so happy that everyone who did come did uh, attend um, got to really connect. I made some really good friends from last year's event in Edmonton. And I was, you know, definitely disappointed that I can't see you and do our annual photo together. But I feel just as excited to see what's going online for the nominees and then to be able to see their trailers more and to be able to watch what you guys are presenting because yep. it's still the award. It's still an accolade that they can put on their laurels on their movie. They can still move forward from it. The only thing is they can't just like be in the room and everyone stare at them and feel that like, I made it guys. I'm, all, I'm at the podium. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Like, you know, everyone dreams of their speech. I swear to God, like you always are the one doing the speeches. Hi guys, you know, doing a great job. You do an amazing job. Everyone loves you, Bill. But it's kind of like we all have like the shower speech where we're like, 
I want to thank the Academy. You know, <laughs> like it's always like that because it, when somebody gets to that level, when they're submitting for awards, they actually do have to think about what they're going to say. And I'm yeah. always so curious, like what they're going to say, who they're going to thank, what they want to use their platform for. And people well, like Michelle Thresh and stuff, like always use it for a great platform. And I just. We're hoping that we can incorporate some kind of interactivity into the, into the live stream so that, that it will allow people to uh, interact with each other. And, you know, as you say, congratulate each other. We'll be putting a lot of those kind of comments out on social media as well as the show goes forward. So it'll be kind of a live stream, but also, you know, people will be watching their feeds. Um, I'm sure it'll be a fun time. Oh, I'll be watching those feeds, Bill. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got also the best web series fiction and I'm seeing Hudson and 724 films and Scott Lepp. I'm shouting out to him lots because I'm really proud of what he's achieved this last few years. Um, so we've got uh, Abigail, oh, et la seduction pretentel. I'm so sorry, Corey, if I messed that up. And that's from the producers of Far West Productions. <laughs> I feel like we're hosting the Rosies right now, Bill. This is actually so much fun. Can you imagine, guys? Um, Ming's Dynasty. Oh, I heard quite a bit of the boat, that production from uh, 775. I'm excited to, to see that uh, trailer, you guys. So we've got Paper Champions by Brady Roberts and uh, Matt Waterworth. He's an awesome guy. Good. He's a, a pillar in the community. Just love him. And then we got Realization by Corey Lee. He wrote an epic, really cool series uh, directed by Sandy Summers, Scott Lepp again, uh, Lloyd Entertainment, Enrique Poe Moving Pictures. So I just love that team very much. So, uh, so congrats, guys. And uh, The Bin by Jason Steele. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations, guys. That's a hefty, um, that's a, that's going to be an interesting one to see who's going to win that one. Yeah. Web series really popular. <clears throat> Web series have really come on in the last couple of years, um, both um, fiction and nonfiction. That's why mm -hmm. we, uh, a couple of years ago, had to separate the two categories. So we we're just getting so many entries. And again, it was just, um, you know, hard to judge a dramatic series versus a <clears throat> yeah so, so, totally. um, documentary so uh yeah so there's uh, some great great entries in the nonfiction uh, web series also so we got the nonfiction ama i haven't heard too much about this uh fresh water creative so congrats they've guys they've been around for a while it's jeremy chug and oh uh, yeah yeah they, they uh, win quite a bit actually yes they have one um big things small towns i like that name oh that is interesting i wonder what that's about you heard about that one bill uh i actually haven't seen that one yet no but it does sound interesting you're right congrats uh how to be french in Colombia. uh Colombie Britannique. british wow <laughs> wow you got good pronunciation so when you're doing the the award you when it's hard you get to read it out sounds good <laughs> Producers at the production loft. So Renewable yep. by Morgan uh, Pinkock. Renewable. I wonder if that's a statement uh, piece or not that's uh, about the environment. Who knows? I don't. Again, I haven't seen it. So 
well, we'll take it a good guess, but it, that sounds like a solid yeah. piece, actually, that name. Uh, Shaw Business, Live and Learn. Producers at Shaw Communications, they're awesome at Shaw. And then Small Town Queer. Oh, wow, I love this. It sounds like it's an LGBTQTI project. I love it. Laura O'Grady, Snapshot Studios. So, like, for sure, give them uh, a good props, guys. Good. <laughs> so, we got another topic best narrative game or, inter or interactive project. Bill, what is this? I've never heard of this before. You're, you're stepping well, into new genres with Ampia. I like it. Well, it's a new category for us this year. We kind of combined um, gaming and interactive uh, into one category because uh, still we're still in the beginning stages of this industry in, in Alberta. But there are some, um, some really interesting projects here that, um, you know, from companies like Patent Communications, Mammoth XR, and, and the National Film Board. So there's some really interesting uh, projects in this category. Okay, so in this next year's, we'll do some AI with them. And we'll have goggles if we can't go to the, hopefully we will be in person next year. Hope, I hope, so. hope to God. But could you imagine you get some of these guys on, on, on it and they're working with Ampia and we do like, we've got the goggles on and we're all like interactive, like meeting each other. Oh, that's that the future. Cool. That is the future, I swear to God. So we got best non-fiction short production cbc arts oh my goodness that's awesome against the odds oh that's a good one alan leader uh building relationships with kelly wolford oh awesome he's such a great guy i follow him on social media all the time uh and then we've got hockey hall of fame that's going to be a good one by alan leader uh painting pride laura o'grady love you girl and paint and then university of calgary so uh and that's again freshwater creative cool you guys well good luck to everybody there uh we've got best dramatic short production alberta ballet all that you love oh nice i heard about this one lots uh lost aren't we all uh <laughs> the time we have left by blake uh, mcwilliam Nice. Uh, White Face uh, by Everett Skoll. Not sure what that's about. You got any ideas there, uh, Bill? Um, yes, but I don't want to give it away. So uh, Everett yeah, that's, is uh, Everett's, uh, a young guy, upcoming former uh, Red Deer College student and uh, now based here in Edmonton. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. Yeah, Yard Work Pictures, very... A prominent name. Uh, Zombies and Indians by Spencer Easterbrooks. I just love this guy with Sharkosaurus and all the other stuff he's done. <laughs> oh, good. I, I, he'll definitely be getting uh, getting up there, I think. <laughs> on the, <laughs> you know, on stage, how he is. He's so exciting for, for this stuff when he wins. Um, so we have Best Production Reflecting Cultural Diversity. Bill, how important is this? Is this a new a new section this year? No, this is actually a, um, a category that we've had for quite a while now, at least uh, at least a dozen years, and it's uh, something that I think is more important now than ever, especially as we all strive to uh, 
to have more representation and diversity in our industry. Yeah. Um, so this is a production, uh, uh, an award that we've been using to sort of promote diversity and inclusion in our industry for for a number of years. And it's a very, uh, very uh, broad cross-section of, of projects that um, are represented here this year. So I'm really yeah. happy, to, happy to see that. We've got tribal a part of it for the indigenous um, aspect, which is so important to our community and our land and without this community. You know, I honestly say to a lot of people, I always, yeah, uh, for three issue, two issues now, uh, one to come. I always have an indigenous artist and I always say because they're one of the most talented artists here to be honest. So I keep supporting that community by accident almost. They're the ones rising like Julian Black Antelope and Lesia Bear who was on our cover last year. Uh, so and there's rumors guys there's rumors about Jean Brave Rock. Just rumors. Just rumors. Sorry Jean. Cats out of the bag. Maybe. We'll see. You never know. So uh, we got The Walk On by Refugee Entertainment, Red Earth Uncovered by Kinoso, love you guys, out of uh, Cold Lake, uh, Kicking Up a Fuss by Charles Daniels, nice, uh, Dancing on Eggshells, and then Abigail et la Seduction Prétentel Commune Dans un Film by Corey. So sorry yeah. if I don't pronounce that right. You guys, no, you got it. You got it. So then the Phil Fraser Award for Best Student Production, Keeper of Bees, and that's for Sate. Uh, Live for Him, Red Deer College, uh, Past the End. That's another Red Deer College uh, producers, and Quince Madison. Uh, yep, uh, Nisam and Natalie B. Viragas. Uh, producers at Sate, Siren, and uh, The Voice Out of Space, and another one from Sate. So congrats, guys, because these are future generation filmmakers. Very important to see who's coming up in the industry always, especially for artists wanting to connect who are just, you know, actors wanting, you know, to find work. So <laughs> we also have a craft categories, best director drama under 30 minutes. What do you think about that? Well, I think the craft categories are extremely important. Um, I don't know if we have time to go through each and every one of them. Probably well, not. And we've got yeah. over over 30 minutes as well. Yeah, there's um, best director under and over 30 minutes in drama and in nonfiction. And then we've got, of course, uh, best performances by an actor and actress. Uh, those might be uh, worth digging into a little bit. Yeah, we so, got Ronnie yeah. Scott being um, nominated as well for Drama Over 30 Minutes. We've got John Kerr for Under 30 Minutes, Best Drama. And then we've got Nonfiction, who am I seeing that, that pokes out? Uh, uh, Susan Fediman Leonard. Nice. And then the best performance by an Alberta actor. Come on. All the actors are, are like, oh, my God, who's it going to be this year? Who's going to be the queen and the king of the prom? <laughs> you know, we've yeah, got, that's a, uh, great, that's a great big one. Sean Johnson. 
Sean Johnston from Heartland. I really hope he wins this year, to be honest. He is just the godfather of us all here. <laughs> we all love him. Um, also got Howie Miller. Yeah. And, uh, Raymond Josh Joshi, Todd Hausman, Troy Greenwood, and Aiden Marino. Wow. Wow, wow. It's going to be a yeah. stiff competition this year. That's an exciting one. I'm always like, ooh. Because everybody, I think, when they're waiting to be, you know, just being nominated is, uh, you know, an honor. This is such a cliche thing to say. But I feel like you get the same accolade anyway, being nominated, being promoted. Hey, guys, I'm nominated. So I feel like everybody's a winner just from being in the room, honestly. So, yeah. And then best uh, actress, we've got Amber Marshall, of course. Oh, she's always a winner in our eyes, always. So with Amber, we had her on the cover for your event last year. And she's still on the cover. We kept her on for the chapter's release. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jan Arden. Jan. Hilarious. Hilarious. Like, how fun is she, right? Absolutely. And uh, Davina Stewart. Georgina Lightning, Vanessa Sabarin, and Lady Vanessa Cardona, who Have is a, a newcomer to my, to me anyway, uh, for I think, face. I think Jan's going to win. Just my opinion. Just mine. Amber won last year, and I called that last year before she won it. Bill, you remember that? Remember yes, that? I do. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so best host. Best host. Uh, us, Bill? Us next year. Next year, yeah. We will. This will be it. We got Tom Jackson. Tom Jackson, come on. He's going to be nominated this year. This is a big year. 46th year for Ampia. Like, congrats that you guys have withstood everything. And, you know, there are awards in the world that are canceled, slash, very, very postponed. So good on you for continuing it. Thank you. Yeah, that's a big deal, guys. Uh, we've got an awesome list there. Uh, Bailey Steed. We've got Corey Loranger. Loranger. Hello, very well. Uh, Jeff Has Hasal Haslam. Uh, Shyla Stonechild. Tamara Lessard. And Tom Jackson. That's a great list, you guys. Yeah, it's fantastic. So we got Best Narrator, Best Screenwriter Under 30 Minutes, Best Drama Over 30 Minutes. Oh, Ronnie Scott's in there as well. And then Best Screenwriter. There are so many awards, you guys. We can't even go through all of it. Or are we going to just be here for 10 million hours? But what other, um, you know, Best Feature is always one of my favorites to talk about. Always the best actor, actress, director, and uh, producer and um, feature. These are the ones that I'm always like, oh, who's going to win? Uh, yeah. Best feature. Let's talk about that. Wh what are you thinking? Oh, I can't tell. It's, it's, tell. it's a stiff it's a, competition. As I said earlier, it's, uh, it's great to see this year. We have six competing for that. And, uh, and yeah, some people competing against themselves even. So, oh, my uh, goodness. 175 and uh, Chaos Film Company uh, with two each. Uh, so it's been a good year for feature films. So yeah, it'll be a stiff competition this year. 
It will be. Uh, we have best costume, hair and makeup, visual effects, scoring, um, motion graphic artists. So you really covered the whole basis of what it takes to make a film and the people that deserve to get accolades. And, uh, you know, it's just been a crazy year, but Bill Evans has kept it going. And we're so lucky that we got to sit with you and go through the list and get to chat with you again. So we're going to be definitely promoting on our social media. I'm here with Meg on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, your Ampia is the handle for Ampia and the Rosies. So anything you guys want to know and uh, the updates, we'll be sharing for you. Great. Thanks very much, Jill. Oh, thanks, Bill. You're just a peach to work with. And next year, we're hosting together. Okay. <laughs> Could you imagine? Okay, hon. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.